One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Today we've got a story of an entitled parent somehow stealing a garden. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, the reason why I don't want to see my father anymore. I didn't even want to invite my alcoholic father to my graduation at all. Here's why. When I was a kid, I really looked up to my father, like how most kids do in a healthy environment, you know? I felt like he was some kind of superhero, which he really was in a sense. He was a blue-collar worker who never really earned much, but it was enough for his family to not starve. Plus, we've been living with mom's parents, so there weren't a lot of financial problems, really. And that's when we come to 2009, roughly. My father lost his job at the time, locksmith, became more and more aggressive, impatient, and irritable. There were speculations in the house that he had been drinking at home, which to this day is not tolerated by my grandmother at all, and she would literally kill me or my brother if we ever showed up home drunk. But since nobody's ever caught him red-handed, the family just shrugged it off as, he may be having a hard time accepting why he's been fired. He'll be back eventually. In a country where having a mental illness is a huge taboo, as well as being an alcoholic is also pretty common. That is, until he had once left an entire pile of at least 20.5 deciliter flasks somewhere hidden in the garage. My maternal grandmother had gone ballistic on him, telling him that he's the biggest disgrace she has ever seen in her then 49 years of life and that this is the way he's going to take care of them when they get old and everything under the eternal blue sky you can imagine. After this happened, the tension between him and my grandparents grew bigger and bigger day by day, but they more or less still trusted him and even he promised that he wasn't going to drink ever again. Fast forward to a year and we come to what I call the pumping machine incident. In 2011, when I was 4 or 5 years old, an entire pumping machine, which pumped water into a well, had gotten stolen from the grapeyard of a relative of the family. At first, nobody really thought that it was my father or anybody in the area where this all took place. That is, until the police came to investigate, interrogated the folks nearby, who had all seen him with three other guys packing that big machine into the back of a minivan. All the hatred towards him came up from deep again, and my entire family, including most of my secondary and third degree cousins, I have a pretty huge family, went ate poop on him, calling him all kinds of names you can imagine. And still, this is only the beginning. A few days later, in the middle of summer, my family had gone to a family friend to celebrate something, as far as I can tell, where everybody had a great time to be honest. Which didn't last for long because something happened that just predicted what the next 11 years of my life were going to look like. My maternal grandmother got pissed for some unknown reason and literally made an entire scene in front of everyone, blaming my father for our quote unquote bad reputation, moral depravity, etc. That's when he'd gotten a diabetic shock due to how angry he really was and received an insulin dose from someone. After which he decided, well enough is enough, I ain't gonna tolerate being treated like crap. So we waved goodbye to everyone, including me, promising that we'll discuss this at home, which never happened. 
Next thing we know, the party's over and everybody goes home. We've been home for hours when three large guys pull up at our house, wake everyone up, and tell them that either we tell them where our dad is or they're going to burn down the house. We told them where we think he may be and they've never come back again. As it turns out, he really was where we thought he may be. He got a huge beating for the ridiculous amount of money he owed and, yeah, you can imagine. Just a few days after this, my mother gets a call from guess who and demands her to talk about this. Mom, still madly in love with him, goes to the said location to talk it out, but she goes home crying without stopping till the next morning. Apparently my father went crazy on her, blaming her for every single thing he got blamed for and humiliating her on the streets. Fast forward to about a year, and I know there's a lot of fast forwards in the story, I'm really sorry. My relatives have mostly accepted what happened, when mum once again gets a call from him, now demanding that I see him for at least that one time. Mom got super frightened, rightfully so in my opinion, but she let me go. I was super excited too, I was planning on doing all kinds of stuff with him. But then I get to his house, and even with my roughly 6 year old head, I realize that something is off at that place. It feels so depressing, but I didn't say a word because I didn't want to drive him away again. Up until just a few years ago, I was convinced that I was the reason he left us for me being a bad son. I was happy to see him again, and since I didn't want to lose him again, I decided to tolerate everything he had done and try to somehow justify it. I had gone to his house for the next 10-ish years, even when I was sick. I usually tried to hide from my family just to see him every weekend. And that's when we come to the COVID-19 pandemic and the lockdowns happening all over the world. I was going through a hard time at that time, since I found out that I may be gay, which is highly disliked in my country, got my heart broken by a cute boy, which made me become depressed and have all my grades drop like crazy. My father knew nothing about all this, and my mother only saw my grades drop, about which we argued every single day, and I always tried keeping up the fakest, I have everything in my life face I could. At the time, he got together with this lady who I'm going to call Sweet Mary, and you'll see why. So, Sweet Mary was super nice, okay? Frankly, if you just talked with her on the streets, without my overprotective dad, you'd probably say how sweet this lady is after a conversation with her. She's always treated me well, about the same way how she treated dad. Everything seemed fine for a while, I let the past go was super happy for both my dad and my mom finding their own partners. I even cheered them on multiple times. But then I realized how horribly sweet Mary was being treated by my father. I'm not talking about beating, but about being kept in a constant psychological terror 24-7. This was way too much for me since I've always been raised to treat even the people I hate the way I want to be treated. So I completely stopped visiting him and realized how much of a manipulating insert any pejorative words here, he really was the whole time. For the first two-ish weeks, nothing seemed to be bad, and that's when Sweet Mary called my mom all fed up telling her what a heck of a mother she really is, that I'm such a disrespectful jerk, etc. Now, my mother got so pissed that she said, do you have any kids, Sweet Mary? And then she proceeded to tell her what my father had done before, about which she allegedly had no clue, after which she hung up. I was for once really happy with what happened. Finally, I could put all of this behind. But that's when my old man himself started manipulating me into going to him again, sometimes even showing up at places where he knew I'd probably be. I fell into an even deeper depression, 
I was constantly thinking about the end because nobody loves me, etc. I felt so bad at the time that I looked forward to every single opportunity to numb the pain, either by drinking in secret or smoking. I was in 8th grade at that time. In my country, there's no middle school, it's 5th to 8th grade in primary school. After I'd done my entrance exam and got accepted to a highly praised school in my town, I started feeling a bit better. My graduation happened on June 20th of that year. I was really happy to leave everything behind me, but I also felt a little bitterness, because I also had to wave farewell to all of my friends from school. By that time, I'd completely left alcohol and tobacco and was looking forward to a better future. Right the next morning, my father calls mom all vexed up, accusing her of manipulating me into cutting him out of my own life. That's when I just asked mom to give me dad. I'ma take care of him. And let me tell you, I've never felt prouder of myself than after that moment. I told him that it's all his fault and I'm never ever ever going to forgive him for how he treated everyone around himself, most prominently mom and her new girlfriend. Luckily he hung up and didn't hear any more of my ear-piercing rant about how much of an idiot he really is. Fast forward to nearly 3 years, I'm 16 right now, turning 17 later this year, mostly out of depression, having made some good friends in high school, making fairly good grades, going to study in France soon. So dad, if you see this post ever, which I don't think you will, cause I'm the only one speaking English in the entire family, then you can see how well off I am without you. And just so you know, I forgive you, but I'm never going to understand the whys, and I don't want to ever see you again. So if you, the reader, have made it this far, I have a question for you. Am I the disrespectful jerk here? OP was essentially abandoned in a way, and definitely neglected and mistreated. Wouldn't you guys agree that that's really all there is to it? Also hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing of these entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, Entitled Dad wants me to give him a discount just because a rewards customer got free food. Okay, this happened a few months ago, so my recollection of this won't be the best, but here we go. I work at a Papa John's in the middle of nowhere, Texas, and it's also a really shady part. So we get interesting customers to say the least. So this lady comes in and we know her. She's a regular at our store. Let's call her Jane. So Jane orders a pizza and some wings and in the middle of this, a couple probably mid 40s come in with their kid. I would say around 4-ish. So we ring Jane up and she pays with our version of rewards cash, Papa Dough. And she goes and stands in the corner to wait on her food. And then our dad comes up and I take his order and he sits on the bench we have. And as I'm making their pizza, I hear him screaming about how much of a god darn R word I am. So I go tell my manager, she's a very petite woman, but she can look scary if she wants to. So she starts to ask him what the matter was and he literally says, how come she, points at Jane, got a discount and y'all never gave me one. And she angrily explains why she got a discount. She used her rewards credit, sir. And a bunch more arguing ensues and he eventually starts throwing the N-word at some of our black staff. And at this point, the whole store is yelling at him to get the freak out and we also cancelled his order. So eventually he leaves family in tow. And we go back to what we were doing because we had orders on the screen. And so about 30 minutes later, this freaker comes back in and head tucked between his tail, asks if we can remake his order. We tell him freak no and get the freak out and he quickly does. 
I don't care if you're the only pizza place for 15 miles, you're not gonna serve a guy like that. Better make a trip to Walmart and get some ingredients and start making your own. This next story is, my mom expects of me monthly pay. To give a bit of context, I'm going to turn 18 in about two months and live in a household of a single mom. My father is unfortunately at a mental institution. But it's not for anything significant, as he's otherwise a fully functional guy. Anyways, I'm currently still going through my third year of high school, and have another year to finish so I get my diploma. As any other student, I don't work during the school year, so I don't have any sort of monthly net gain. But my mother will be expecting 300 euros a month from me. I wanted to say to her that as I have a monthly gain, I can't give her any, but I think she would just like to tap into what I've saved from all this time. What do you think of this? Is this standard behavior in the West, or what can I even do? I would say most reasonable parents in the West, if you're going to school, shouldn't expect you to pay any rent. But a lot of parents, if you turn 18 and you're living at home, they do expect for you to start paying for yourself. Our next story is, Entitled Mother Visits a Tattoo Parlor. Many years ago, my boss got a call to do a quote at a tattoo parlor. We went the next afternoon and met the owner who I'll call Tess although this wasn't her real name. She took us around the parlor, telling us what she wanted while my boss took notes. We were in a room behind the studio when one of her workers came in and told her in a fairly decent impression of Jack Nicholson from Batman, I've got a live one here. Tess left to sort it out while my boss worked out the quote. I went to the doorway to look into the studio to see what was happening. I could see Tess talking with a woman, entitled Mother, and her teenage daughter who looked to be about 14 or 15. Entitled Mother wanted her daughter to get a tattoo, but Tess said she was too young by law. Entitled Mother said she was giving Tess permission, and Tess said she needed the law's permission, which she did not have. The Entitled Mother seemed not bothered by the trivial legalities and kept repeating that she was allowing her daughter to get the tattoo, as apparently parental permission overrides all official laws. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Tess was not swayed and held her ground. The to and fro went on long enough for my boss to join me near the doorway as he had finished writing up the quote. The entitled mother's voice was getting louder and louder to the point of screaming and her face getting redder as she kept repeating that she said it was okay. Tess remained unfazed and kept her voice at the same volume as she repeated that the law said it was not okay. This apparently was not her first rodeo, while Entitled Mother looked as if she was about to explode. The daughter then grabbed the mother's arm and led her to the doorway. Entitled Mother left with a parting shot that they were taking their business elsewhere. This didn't seem to bother Tess as much as it was meant to as she calmly came back to see if we had finished the quote. I'm sure there's probably plenty of states in the United States where as long as you have a parent's permission you can get a tattoo, but clearly these folks could not fathom that wherever this was taking place, there is a literal law that says they cannot do it. There's also a lot of tattoo parlors that regardless won't give somebody under the age of 18 a tattoo, just on the principle of it. 
Our next story is, the holidays I spent with my dad and entitled stepmother were heck. As I said in a previous post, I've moved 8 hours away from my entitled stepmother in a southern state. It's been great living here for all who are wondering. However, I decided to spend the holidays with them and, well, it was aggravating to say the least. So in October, my sister who lives about 9 hours west of us was getting married. My dad and entitled stepmom went as my dad was her stepdad and fatherly figure growing up. I wanted to spend the holidays with my family in my hometown, so I decided to drive back up to my hometown with my dad and stepmom after the wedding. The first problem started at the wedding. My sister wanted to get pictures of her and my dad before the ceremony, but my dad was really late. He got there before the ceremony, but really close to it. That really pissed my sister off. Funnily enough though, my sister didn't get pictures of my stepmom. The wedding was great and it was a fun time. Throughout the whole reception, my entitled stepmother clung onto my dad and didn't even let him dance. As far as I noticed, my uncle D, who I've mentioned before in these posts, was really good friends with him but my dad hardly even interacted with him. I saw my uncle trying to get him to dance but he refused. The rest of the night went great and then I went to my hotel room and crashed until I had to wake up to leave with my dad. The ride home was uneventful, and we got home late at night because it was about a 13-hour drive. Nothing interesting happened the first week or two. It wasn't until I was talking to Entitled Stepmom about presents did something annoying pop up. For context, I'm a 22-year-old female, my stepbrother L is 23-year-old male, and my little brother Jay is 11-year-old male. My stepmom was talking about how much money she spends on each of us and she said that she puts more money into Jay than L and I because he's a kid. I don't know what your stance on this is but my mom always gave me and my sister, 32, the same amount of money each Christmas, whether it was on gifts or just cash. I just think it's unfair that more money has been put into Jay than L and I. Even though we're both adults and actually have to pay for stuff, After that, my entitled stepmom didn't do much that warrants any more writing, but my dad? Oh boy. When I got to my hometown, I kept telling my dad that I wanted some one-on-one time with him before I left. He kept on saying, sure, sure. Keep that in mind. Before Christmas, my dad was working on this rack that could shelf L's alcohol bottles. He made it from scratch and spent hours and hours on it, and it looked great when it was done. For Jay, he bought him an expensive fishing rod that would last many years. I was excited to see what gift my dad would get me, since the ones he gave my brothers were nice and unique. He knows all my interests, so I didn't think he would have a hard time coming up with something I would really like. Then he gives me this small card, and I open it up, and it's a $15 Wawa gift card. That's it. Nothing else. A freaking gift card to a store that's not even in this state I'm living in now. I started to tear up and thankfully I was able to hold them back until I said that I was tired and wanted to go back to bed. It wasn't only because of the gift card, it was also because I put thought and a lot of money into the gifts I gave him. I gave him this rock that said, welcome to last name family, to put into our front yard and his favorite American football team's helmet pillow. Also, there was a raffle for two tickets to that football game and I spent $60 for that. I didn't win, but still, I put a lot of money into him. Honestly, I'm starting to tear up now just writing this. Right before I went upstairs, I heard them say that they were making breakfast and then I went back to sleep. 
I slept for about two hours and when I went downstairs, I assumed that they left some food for me, but nope, nothing, so I just ate a bowl of cereal. I didn't do much for the rest of the day. Fast forward to January, my dad takes me to the hospital. I had an MRI scan for my brain to make sure that my brain cancer or tumor hasn't returned. You can read about my cancer in my previous posts. All is good by the way. So for you guys that have never had an MRI, you're put into this machine that makes really loud noises and you're basically strapped down and aren't allowed to move at all until it's done. This one lasted an hour and a half. It was later at night when this happened and was done with. He said he would take me out to eat so I chose to go to Olive Garden. The whole way there he was complaining, but I want to go to Shake Shack, like a little toddler. I said that I was the one who was stuck in the small MRI machine for over an hour and he said, well I had to wait in the waiting room for you. I'm still dumbfounded by this. I didn't let up so we still went to Olive Garden and he liked his food there so it's not like I dragged him to a place he didn't like. At this point I'm just done and want to go back home. After that I spent mostly my time outside the house with other family and friends until the day I left. Thank god I'm home now. I mean I'm just surprised that the dad didn't realize the optics of what they were doing. I mean clearly OP saw the custom shelf, the fishing pole. Do they give a $15 Wawa gift card not knowing how crappy that looks? I mean even for gift cards that's a crappy amount of money. Our next story is, my mom thinks negative emotions make me the most horrible person on this planet. I, 29 year old female, live with my parents and husband, 32 year old male. My dad was diagnosed with dementia and things have been very difficult. Me and my mom have never gotten along and always argued ever since I was a child. But with my dad being sick, things have been so much worse. One, I can't ever say no when he asks me to do things. Two, I can't ever be in the mood to not do things. Three, I'm called the most horrible person on the planet because I get angry, anxious, upset, or depressed. Four, I end up exploding from anger because she pushes and pushes and pushes and pushes me to lose my crap. Five, get told the following at least once a day. Horrible, terrible, most horrible person ever, a witch, a crap. Her new thing is to say that I can't be her child. They must have switched the babies at the hospital. Six, starts an argument, but when I get angry, will announce, don't start with me, I'm not in the mood. Seven, remembers nothing I show her and teach her. For example, how to use the laptop or cell phone because she has too many things to remember. Eight, expects to have the answers to everything she asks. Nine, has arguments with me over things my husband has done, but I never see her argue with him. 10. Has backwards views. I must do everything for my husband because she did everything for my dad. 11. Laughs when I get upset or explode with anger. Been doing this since I was a child. 13. Is extremely ungrateful for what she has. She complains about not having expensive food to eat. We eat well, but she wants prawns and crawfish and all things expensive instead of being grateful that we have food to eat in the first place. Why don't me and my husband just leave? Well, we're poor, we can't afford even a place to rent, and I just finished studying and looking for a job. Mom thinks a job will just appear if I bug the schools long enough. Am I the problem? I have anxiety and I get overwhelmed very easily. Yes, I explode. Yes, I get angry and annoyed, but that's because I'm pushed to my limits. I don't just get angry out of thin air. 
I'm pushed to my limits. I'm also extremely emotionally constipated. I cannot cry or feel excitement. It's been this way for three years now. Now my anger is supposed to be repressed. What emotion will I have left then? I just long to worry about my problems. I'm sick and tired of having to shoulder everyone else's problems. This definitely sounds like the kind of thing where somebody keeps prodding you and instigating you and then when you finally snap, they react negatively like, what were they expecting? I don't know OP's living situation, but I sure hope that they can turn things around or find a way to move out and live on their own. If they're there mainly just to help their parents, I get why they would do that, but I don't think it's healthy for OP. Our next story is, Entitled Mother Steals My Entire Vegetable Garden. We have a not-so-small vegetable garden in the backyard of my family's house. Me and my mom are the gardeners, and we grow a bunch of zucchini, snap peas, herbs, broccoli, carrots, tomatoes, and even grapes, with the occasional other vegetables, radishes, bell peppers, etc. One day, I hear something outside my window, which is right above the largest planter box in our garden. I look outside and see two kids from the neighborhood picking vegetables from the planter box. I run out and see the two of them have their arms full of zucchini and carrots and even some tomatoes. I ask what on earth they're doing, and they said, we live in the neighborhood. I told them that those are our vegetables and they can't take them. They just said, it's our neighborhood too, we can have them if we want, and they took off before I could stop them, literally vaulting over the small fence that separates our side yard from the neighbors. Different neighbors, not the ones that were stealing. A few days later, I heard something outside my window again, and I look out and see the kid's mom loading a basket with vegetables from the planter. I again rush out and see that her and her kids are loading baskets with everything they could grab. I watched as the mom grabbed a handful of the chives I'd been growing and ripped them out, roots and all. My mom must have heard me run out because she came out as well. She yelled, asking what they think they were doing, and the kids just kept picking vegetables while the mom just turned, annoyed. It's everyone's neighborhood and we need the food, she said, still picking from the garden and desecrating my prized chives. My mom told her that if she had just asked, we would have given them some, and even if it is everyone's neighborhood, it's our garden. She just huffed and left with her kids, and there wasn't anything we could do. Our garden was damaged beyond repair. Our zucchini plants were torn to bits and the peas and tomatoes were trampled and shredded and our grape bush that we had for years was broken at the base where one of them had stepped on it. There were no fresh vegetables that year and my mom couldn't make her chocolate chip zucchini bread. A few days later, we installed a lock on the backyard fence, and the neighbors came banging on our door, mad that we installed the lock, preventing them from getting into our garden. My mom just told them to go away, and if she saw them in our garden again, she would call the cops. We thankfully never saw them again, and our garden is happy now, and we managed to bring the grapes back to life. A little while ago, we planted some blueberry bushes in our front yard, Someone keeps stealing them and half the blueberries are gone each season. We let the kids in the neighborhood eat them, but they only take maybe like 8 to 10 each a day on weekends or during the summer. There's 10 bushes in total, about 100 to 150 blueberries each. Hmm, I wonder who's taking 500 blueberries every year. Hmm, we haven't caught them yet, but everyone knows. Oh, you know I would be so petty and plop a camera down right pointed at those bushes. 
I wouldn't have even played around. I would have called the cops on the first time when they went and vaulted over the fence. And you better believe if I was OP, I would be calling the cops the second time as soon as I saw them in the backyard. I guess the only incentive to maybe not call the cops is you'd be afraid that they would get even more reckless before the cops arrived and trample things even harder. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.